Morning, it's 1021. Welcome back on this Monday. We've got Will Altoff with a trending story. Hey, Will. Brian, the community of Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, still upset after a controversial group met at a high school over the weekend. The after-school Satan Club hosted a Satanic Temple event at the school on Saturday. The event and club were approved by the school board back in August after winning a freedom of religion argument. Dozens of parents and other community members from the town southwest of Harrisburg stood outside the school in protest of the event. Uh, Dillsburg, also famous for its New Year's Eve pickle drop. A lot of contrast in those two. The pickle drop to the satanic worship activities. Interesting place. All right, speaking of interesting, Ian, thankfully for us, Looks like it's going to be a lot less interesting than perhaps it did when last we were talking about it on Friday. Joining us to talk about Ian, Ray Stajic, our buddy from the Weather Channel. Ray, is this shaping up to be just a, a big rainmaker for us? Yeah, I'd say if you put it in order, um, you go rain first, the potential for heavy rain in the coming days, probably through midweek. Um Two to four inches on average, maybe some spots in excess of six inches. Now, as you go northwest and you get up into northern Monroe and you get further north and west of that up near, let's say, Naples and Fort Myers, obviously heavier rain closer to the center. But I go rain first as we go through tomorrow morning and through the day tomorrow. The winds may start to pick up. Um, that'll be the arrival of the tropical storm force winds on the west coast. We may see some gusts of tropical storm force, but I think most of our sustained winds will stay below 39 miles per hour, but we'll have a third threat, and that'll be some stronger thunderstorms, which will enhance some of the rainfall and may produce some stronger wind gusts and some isolated severe weather, too. So it's kind of rain and flooding first. We may have some localized flooding, and then we'll have some gusty winds in there also, and that's severe weather threat, which will be low, but will be on the eastern side of the general broad circulation, not quite in the northeast quadrant, but this moisture coming in, and with these thunderstorms, be enough instability and potentially spin in the atmosphere that we may get a couple of tornadoes or some severe storms. Yeah, Ray, for what is expected to be a major hurricane, a Category 3 hurricane, as, it's, mm-hmm. as it makes its way through the Florida Straits on the approach to Florida's Gulf Coast, and notably, we don't have any advisories further yeah. east than the Lower Keys with the tropical storm warning that's in place for the Lower Keys. Do you anticipate it staying that way? Um, I do. Um, storm surge watches southern Miami-Dade and into um, the northern, the upper keys around Key Largo and Plantation Key. And then, as you had mentioned, it's, it's a tropical storm warnings down below the lower keys. They're going to be on the eastern edge, too, I even feel, of the tropical storm force winds, unless the track goes a little further toward the east on the eastern end of the Hurricane Center's cone. So, uh, although windy and tropical storm force winds, they might not be into the higher end, 60 to 74 miles prior winds they might be 40 to 50 which still could cause some damage but you got it um nothing until you go further north on up the west coast in terms of tropical storm watches until we get into um you know areas around naples we've got tropical storm watch and tropical storm watches start um just north now as we get into um collier counties and points north of that Ray, it looks like there is a lot of confidence over the next couple of days and then a lot of question marks about Wednesday, and once we get there, and what happens, anything from a potential landfall maybe Wednesday afternoon all the way to maybe a landfall Friday morning, it almost looks like, hey, it could just kind of hang out within you know, about a 100-mile 
area over the course of right. two days. Uh, tell us about all that. Yeah, there's been some more agreement within the models of what's going to be happening in terms of both where the center is going to pass, the American model, the GFS, has become more in line with the European model, which takes the center now north of Tampa and inland somewhere around Cedar Key or Rosewood as a Category 1 storm, but it'll be weakening as it comes in and getting as strong as a Cat 4 as it emerges off the coast of Cuba as we go on through um, the forecast period here. Maybe a Cat 4 as soon as Wednesday morning or late Tuesday night, even by 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, actually, the Hurricane Center brings it to a Cat 4. But then, as it goes north, it gets into a little bit cooler water and a little bit more shear in the atmosphere, and it slows down because of a blocking high to the north. So, at that point, that's why the models are having a little bit of trouble that maybe after landfall, there's going to be some variability about where the heavy inland flooding rain is going to be and where the stronger winds are going to be and how quickly they actually wind down. So, you know, not an easy forecast, but I'll say this. Traditionally, it's the track forecast that is generally a little bit more accurate than the intensity forecast, too. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say, well, it's only going to be a Category 1 as it comes on shore uh, north of Tampa, but it may be weakening from a Category 3 2 a.m. Thursday morning to potentially a Category 1 by 2 a.m. Friday morning. So that is all still up in the air. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean we may not get changes to that forecast either. We had seen through much of the weekend uh, the bias towards the the west in this, and then it been back a little bit more yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. In in terms of you know the the left versus right side of this cone, uh, is is there any kind of bias with what you're taking a look at more recently? Well, what's been consistent has been the European model, and it's consistently said near, and let's just say near or north of Tampa, not exactly for where the center may go. And, you know, originally, as you got into the middle of last week, the GFS, the American model, was further west and maybe as far west at times as the western panhandle. Now, what seems to happen is that the American model has become more in line with the European model, and we haven't seen too much more of a track toward the west or to the east, so that doesn't mean that can't change, but it looks like the Euro is going to be the solution here that's going to be the most favored one, and you know, with the models uh, pretty much in line now, there'll be small adjustments, I think, longer range, three, four days out, where the margin of error actually does get larger. That's why the cone gets so big, longer range, because that margin error further out still does mean that, you know, Tampa's not out of play for a landfall, um, but they'll certainly be on the eastern side of the storm, which is going to bring them high water rise, and conversely, um, even up as far north as maybe the eastern panhandle, not out of the woods for a landfall. But, you know, let's not just focus on the center. Impacts and even hurricane impacts can be felt well away from the center. Uh, Hurricane force winds extending 50 to 70 miles outside from the center. Great update. Appreciated as always. Ray Stachik from the Weather Channel. Be right back with my top three takeaways here on the Brian Mudd Show. He's Radio 610 WIOD. We get to.